0: Like, because I, I know how to build, like, uh, t- I was planning fucking, like,
1: genocide, like, World War II shit. Like, it was fucking crazy. You and not alone, I'll
0: support Back to this, back to this that we were kind of uh, got off topic for just a moment about building a bomb. How old were you when you tried to build a bomb?
1: I was 14.
0: Oh, you were 14. Okay. I'm telling the story and how I'm getting... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Go, yeah. no, Go sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you're good. Sorry. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah. So, it, it was all over this kid, right? And so, he, he, he was friends with this. And I don't, I don't like talking, <laughs> to, like, derogatory to his women, but, like, she was literally a slut. Like, 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 literally she had sex with like 30 guys. I swear. Like, everybody knew. Like. And it was it was strange. But uh so he he was he was friends with her and uh he told her, like, Oh, they jumped me, oh for no reason, I didn't do anything, you know, the whole side of the story. And so she she has all these guys, juniors, seniors, big dudes, two hundred pounds, like wrestler, whatever, you know, athletes coming after me. And they found out my school like my schedule for my classes, they'd be after after my class and they'd be going, Hey, I'm gonna you know, all and pushing me and saying shit to me, like you're a bitch we're gonna fuck you up and and then they, they start taking the they, they found out my bus and they're on my bus and they're trying to jump me after school and the, the, the bus driver called the cops because she knew something was up and i called my brother over there because i was like hey they're trying to jump me like you know i was getting i took off my belt like i'm getting ready to beat these motherfuckers with my belt and like and uh yeah so they, my brother showed up and then like the cops showed up real fast and we just ran ran off and then that was it but i remember telling the school resource officer about it and then there was a whole shit show but and anyway so uh yeah so they had a bunch of guys playing i mean so i was like you know what you don't fuck with a white kid because they are crazy as fuck and they're smart as fuck and they know how the how shit works you know so i got like 50 bucks and i went down well because at the time my buddy he just got a vpn and he's like hey man you want you want a vpn i was like shit, yeah and he gave me his login information so i got a vpn and uh then i was uh uh, looking up, like, you know, it's just on Google. I mean, like, it was a shady ass website. I didn't, like, download anything. I just copied and pasted it. But, uh, it, you know, just like, I just looked up, like, uh, how to make homemade explosives. And you know? i like, I wrote it down in my journal because I had a strange fascination with the Columbine school shooter. Mm-hmm. Still do. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I feel sympathy towards him because, you know, we went through a lot of the same shit. But, uh.
0: You mean the bullying?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean.
0: And your dad know. didn't know what was going on. Your brother didn't know what was going on. No, no one really did. Your friends my, didn't uh, know what was going on. No, they did. They tried, it, they tried to back me up. See, and they, they tried office. to back you up and support you or they tried to be good friends and say it's not a good idea. Both. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, they,
1: they weren't going to rat on me because, you know. Right, right. I, I don't know, but I was telling me, yeah, I'm building bombs. Oh, I was so cool, uh, you know. And, uh, no, nah, that's not even what I was going to do. I was going <coughs> to, I wrote it down in my journal because I used to, from home from school, and then I'd, I'd, like, go get drunk. I was, like, a super alcoholic, like I used to. I'd go get drunk, and then i uh, you know, write in my journal because I was, like, a wannabe Columbine <laughs> school shooter. That's what they used to do all the time.
0: Do you think so, if you were sober, you still would have wanted to do it? Like, if you weren't doing any alcohol and no and no drugs and you weren't being bullied, do you think that you would still be interested in building bombs?
1: Um, Maybe. I sure as hell would not be interested in, like, wanting to kill a bunch of people with them. But I know, like, maybe. Because I, I get, like, I used to get, like, I don't know, because I mean, like, I used to just play video games all the time. Right. Kind of like, you know, when you watch people get, you know, you play that and you shoot right. people, blow people up. It's kind of like, I wonder what that's like in real life. Right.
0: Know? And that's why I'm glad you bring that up. Because I remember specifically saying to your dad, do not let these young minds, like you were just a kid at the time, well, play violent video games. I believe it, really, it influences. It really
1: desensitizes you. That's like, what I feel like. Like, I really feel like, like, even today, like, I mean, I know it's it's obviously fake, I know it's not real, but when you watch that for hours on end, just, like, and you should see the games now. Like, there's this one game where it's, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, and it, it's, like, it's worse than Grand Theft Auto, which is, like, a really, like, a crime game. You can, like, steal mm-hmm. cars and, mm-hmm. you know. Be
0: violent. Sell drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that, game, don't you think maybe... Literally- maybe if an i 'm sorry i 'm sorry if if maybe jed if an adult brain like you 're a kid watching violent uh, playing violent violent video games for hours yeah. you 're a kid so you still don 't have a developed brain like our brain isn 't fully developed until we 're about between twenty one and twenty five years old so yeah if you put, if you take a twenty five year old And they play violent video games. I believe there's going to be a very different influence than when you take a kid's brain. Like, you're, like, playing violent video games at 8 years old, 9 years old, 10 years
1: old. It was a major, like, release for me, though, because I remember... I remember I was so pissed at my, my first grade teacher and I, and I remember I was playing Grand Theft auto and I was running around just shooting people I was like die I was like die bitch and mm-hmm, like,
0: mm-hmm, I swear mm-hmm, it was a funny mm-hmm. shit, but, yeah. but because there's no consequence like in real life there's a consequence when we hurt people right there's a consequence if we, yeah. if we well, shoot someone or blow obviously. someone up whereas like in a video game you like you get points for it Well, uh, it depends what game you're playing, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like a reward. It's like teaching this kid, like, here, play this violent video game. The more people you shoot, the more points you get, the more rewards you have, the more people you blow up.
1: Because a lot of the, so, like, the way the Grand Theft Auto works is it's like you do missions. Like, it's like, it's almost like a mafia movie. Right. right? But, like, you work for, like, organized crime or whatever, and you go kill people, steal guns, whatever, you know. Right. It, it's 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 more like almost like actually watching a movie but it, yeah you, you take control of a virtual character you get machine guns and and baseball bats and, and mm-hmm. run people over and throw grenades, light bombs, mm-hmm. fire, mm-hmm. molotovs.
0: Mm-hmm. And it kind of teaches you, like you said, you made such a good point, it teaches you to be totally desensitized to like, hey, wait a minute, if that's happening yeah. to a real human being, a real human being is going to get hurt. But in the video games, it's just like, oh, and then you're on to the next second.
1: And that's it, yeah, and then they despawn and the body goes away. And it's like, right,
0: and then you're on to the next shooting, you know, and the body goes away and then you're on to the next shooting, right? And it, like you said, it desensitizes you to realize that, hey, these are real, you know, if you do this in real life, this is real people that are going to be, there's going to be a yeah. major impact on them, their family. I mean,
1: all. Yeah, yeah. You don't really think about that, but especially when you're like in the heat of the moment and you're upset and, you're, right. and you just go grab a gun and go shoot someone, it's like, right, it's over like that. I mean, what, what are you going to do next? You know? Yeah,
0: but then the body goes away like in a video game and there's no consequence for the shooter. No, in real life, no. the body doesn't go away. In real life, but there is a consequence for the shooter. So you, I know you had a lot of rage thoughts and a lot of anger. Like we call it like the intermittent explosive disorder, right? And your brother had it too. Anger and rage taken out on you. And then one of the ways you have an outlet is video games. But the video games are super violent. But like you said, oh, yeah. and you made a good point, it desensitizes you. So then you think, hey, let's go build real bombs. It
1: wasn't, it wasn't just video games either. I was watching like movies I shouldn't have been watching since right. I was three years old. Right. But Friday the 13th, just people getting stabbed and stuff. off. Yeah. All kinds of shit.
0: Yeah, terrible things you know, come into your mind.
1: It really does. I, I yeah, because it's like I remember, like I remember playing them, and I was like, you know what? I, I, could I could shoot someone in real life and not feel bad about it. That's what I, mean. I was playing a game, and I was like, this isn't that bad. Like, what? a mm-hmm. little blood, also oh, what?
0: Right, because it's a game, and and you don't, and it's not real life where you do it in real life, and it's a real human being, and now they're on your floor, and their body isn't going away.
1: Yeah, But no, I mean, I, I remember thinking about it, like you know, yeah, I could totally do that. Like, that's not that bad. It's like. Like, you know, cause I see it in the game, and it's like I know it's not the same as like real life, like you know.
0: But it desensitizes you.
1: But it's like, it's, it's pretty much, it's like, a, it's like a simulation of it, you know? Right.
0: And it totally desensitizes you. And I remember thinking that over and over with your dad, which, again, because he was conflict avoidant, he wouldn't, I mean, it's not that he didn't want to be a good dad. He literally yeah, just was well, he, so
1: he afraid of you. Well, the games, so we'd, so we'd right. you know, just distract us and not He'd do He'd
0: buy you the games that you asked for. Like, you kind of, wouldn't you say there was manipulation going on? Or he was so afraid of your anger or your brother's anger? Yeah, to
1: be honest. I actually really didn't, I played a lot of violent video games, but one of my favorites was Minecraft, and that game, it's not really, it's for little kids, it's for like, eight and up. Like, mm-hmm. It's appropriate, it's, it's not rated game. M. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 well, now, now I just went and bought it rated M, which, you know, I thought they were going to ID me, I was like, I was all, all excited to use my ID for once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But is it really the cure? I mean, if you, if you're telling kids like today, you know, you've been through all this bullying and you're trying to tell listeners, this is what you should do with bullying. Is this your advice? Like just go get a bunch of violent video games, get your anger out.
1: No, I'll tell you what my advice is. My advice is fuck them. It is absolutely not worth it. Don't do not, do not like, cause I know how to build like, I I was planning fucking like genocide, like world war two shit. Like it was fucking crazy. But like, and I was drunk as fuck while doing it, too, and I just, I was like, you know what, like, fuck this shit, no one likes me, like, they're assholes, and I'm gonna get them, they, you know what I mean, like, and it's just totally negative. My advice to that, to anyone that's like like that is, honestly, like, it is not worth it, like, you have so much to live for, so much potential, like, I fucked up my whole life because of this bullshit, mm-hmm. and it's like, and I'm still, you know, picking up the pieces trying to, like, right. I'm still, I'm, I'm behind it, like, I have eight classes to go. Mm-hmm. Because, I, because i was locked up five months a year mm-hmm. and I, you know and it was just it was it's fucking insane it's like yeah. honestly I, w- I wouldn't do it you know there's not really honestly just distract yourself with with healthy outlets like i say i know a lot of people don't want to hear it but i actually do quite enjoy reading like you, 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 there's some good ass books out there like, mm-hmm.
0: but good books that like not violent books but like books that you're interested in like what kind of books that are good for your mind well, because I, you I, put I, something I into your mind kinda,
1: I read well. I mean, it, it, it increases your vocabulary too. I mean, like you got to think about it. Like, like knowledge really is power. I didn't used to think that. I was like, no, nah, fuck knowledge. Who needs knowledge? But no, it really is. Like, it doesn't matter how strong you are, how fast you are. If you're smart, you could do anything. Like, you don't need to be strong. You don't. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Well, but do you think it was? But do you really think it's smart to build a bomb and smart to get in fights in school? Would you look back now? Now that you're eighteen, no, would you say that was no, smart? I, I
1: wish. I wish Honestly, I wish I didn't do it, but then I wouldn't be where I am today.
0: Right, right. We can't really have regrets. It's more like learning, right? Don't you think? Here's another point. Here's another point you brought up that I thought was... I do wish I never did it because
1: then I could have a totally... I don't think I'll ever be able to go into the special forces like I want to do. Because you need to
0: have literally zero and
1: nothing Mm -hmm. on
0: the They need to know you're safe and that you... So here's another good...
1: They literally train you to fucking, like, murder people. So it's like...
0: But they're training adult brains, which is a little bit different, yeah. would you say? I mean, I don't know. I think it's still traumatic, okay? To kill someone is still trauma, okay? Or vice versa, or to be threatened oh, yeah, to be killed is still trauma. They, they turn you into an animal.
1: Like, I mean, they're, like, they're getting ready for war. You're going to go, you know what I mean? Like You're going to go stab people to death and blow them up and shoot them. Like,
0: but if you do that, if you train an adult brain, not an eight-year-old brain, or nine-year-old brain, or ten-year-old brain, like you were, where you're watching a lot of where you're playing a lot of violent video games, you're watching things like you know today as an adult, like I shouldn't have watched that. I should have had parents around,
1: you know. Yeah, I know. That's why. I mean, that's the only thing that really keeps me going at this point. Is that you know just like the whole point of living is to have kids. So I mean, it's like I just want to have the family I never had. And otherwise, I mean, I already would have done some real crazy shit by now. And personally, to be honest, I really shouldn't own firearms. But
0: that's what um, I think. I think you shouldn't own firearms. I think that's smart. But I, th-
1: I mean, I, am I'm am I'm I, you know, I practice proper firearms. I lock them up. Like I don't keep them loaded. Like, mm-hmm. I don't point them at people. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not immature with them. Like I know they're deadly weapons. But I mean, like. I just feel like like honestly like sometimes I feel like I just look at it and like, you know, go I could blow my brains right now if I wanted to.
0: Well and here's another like, thing. You said I didn't nobody likes me. You said you made this point and this is let's go back to the Columbine case for just a moment. Don't you think that was underneath it all too? Nobody likes me at this school. I'm being bullied. So let's yeah. just blow all these people up. You know what? But don't you think underneath it all did you really like yourself?
1: I mean, how are you gonna love someone if you can't love yourself?
0: That's the po- That's the good point. Don't you think that's a good point? And, and what makes you really respect yourself? Does building a bomb make you respect yourself? Does going and beating no, a kid just, up make you respect just, yourself?
1: Honestly, it's, it's just doing things that make you happy. Like, you know, if you like reading books, read books. If you like... Making music, you make music and you know, play the guitar or whatever If you like painting, you go paint, you know you just do things that make you happy, so and you just live your life how you want to live it. I mean's America has the freedom to do that
0: so let me ask you this: do you think that people like a human being raised in a family a kid a kid like you, raised in a family with parents that loved you? and that taught you, and that were there to protect you. Oh, I'd be a totally different person. That's what I think. I mean, you, it's almost like you were made. It's almost like the fact that you had to yeah. raise yourself with a bully and have parents not there to protect you. Your mom is now back in jail again.
1: I think your brother... She did nothing in front of me. Yeah, I mean, she dragged oh. me across machine, she neglected me, abused me, dragged me across my yard. Right. One time, like, just a crazy shit. that You, you only see in the movies.
0: Right, and then you think, well, how do you expect it's this? my life. You know? And how do you expect this kid to turn out? Whereas yeah, if you took, whereas if you took you, who's a smart white kid like you always tell me, okay, and you yeah. and you put you in a family with a dad who loved you, a mom who loved you, a brother who didn't beat the crap out of you, and you really liked yourself because you were liked, and you loved yourself because you were loved. You well, yeah, pro- why would you would you even would you even be interested in building bombs? Would you even be interested in firearms and guns and all this? Or would honestly, you honestly? Be-
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I feel like I was actually just genuinely born. To shoot guns, like I don't know what it is. But well, maybe natural.
0: I mean, I think there's people that. I mean, I think you're right. I think there's I mean, people.
1: firearm owners are, 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 are white males. Like I was looking at statistics a lot. Like I mean, it's so, like 20% are black. The rest are like you know. And there's like 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 seven percent are white females, and then like like I, I swear it's like 60% is like white men. I don't know what it is. White. <laughs> Uh, right our culture more powerful or or something
0: right our american culture uh but you're right i think that's a good point uh there's so there's military guys like you say there's guys that go into the marines which was what you wanted to be or officers who are trained to kill who are trained to shoot the enemy in the military and i don't know what their childhoods are like uh but you're right there's some people that are born to be warriors right they're 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 passionate about guns guns from a young age
1: yeah i I really feel like i'd be good at that like because i mean like I take orders. Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a problem with shooting anybody. I mean, I don't think I'd really get that fucked up from it. I mean, like honestly, I was thinking about it. Like I can imagine, like just like, like watching watching people just like dead body parts and shit. Like I really don't think that would bother me that much. Like, but do you think
0: that's a normal, healthy brain? What if, what if it's Right.
1: Look at any of the veterans. That's why they come back and kill themselves. Because they're like, Jesus Christ, look at that. You know what I mean? They see little kids get blown up. It's trauma. And they see body parts, heads, and eyeballs, and intestines, and entrails. And it's like, it's trauma. For me, it's like, I just look at it like this. It's just a body part. We all have them. Like, oh, big deal. You got blown up. Okay. But that. That doesn't happen to me.
0: But that detachment, right? We call it like a little bit like a sociopathic thing where they're totally detached from th- how morality. that person feels. Huh. Well, well, just how that person feels. Like, I couldn't come up and shoot you no matter even if someone paid me a million dollars because I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's a human life and I value human lives. But for someone, like you say, where your life was not valued by your mom, by your dad, by your brother, by kids at school who bullied you, then how do you value your own life so that if you were to go, you said, I could kill anybody? Yeah, because why do you value life? Like, who taught you how to value your own life? Who taught you how to value yeah. another human being's life? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so this is why, like, I couldn't just kill anybody because I value my, my own life. I value myself. Your life is super valuable. Two, life well, I
1: mean, is valuable I, I value people's lives but like a lot of people i just i just don't give a shit like i'm just like you're a fucking asshole Like you deserve to die like let's drag him out right now in the yard and shoot them like, like that's how i feel about a lot of people
0: but how would a bully with your background learn how to value themselves or value another life how would they learn that
1: um well it's all about the parents to be honest
0: well, now you're an adult and you don't need parenting, right? Apparently we no. think we think somehow in our culture, okay, we're an adult now, we're 18, we don't need to be parented anymore. No, you're still a kid. You're still a fucking kid. No. I know it. I know you're right. <laughs> we are. We still need to be parented. We still need to be held accountable. We still need structure and rules and all this. But so as an adult, now you're an adult, you just turned 18 this year. And now you're you you have good goals. You're finishing school. You're um, I got a job. You got a job, which is awesome. You know that your record didn't follow you. I mean, you have a lot. You have a bright future no, ahead.
1: You don't. They don't. They can't look at your juvenile record if you're working at Walmart. It's only for a government job. Oh, that's right. That's Medical right. Medical industry, law enforcement, military, anything like that. It doesn't even matter. You're running for fucking. Uh, like just for for political office to look at that shit.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, well we don't want leaders we don't want leaders who have played too many violent video games when they were a little kid. I mean <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but, um, yeah. but back to this, how do you value your life? You, your life wasn't valued, how do you, now you're an adult, uh, yes, you're right, I, th- I still think we need to be parented as an adult, a lot of us, yes, I agree with that. Uh, how do you value your life? How do you learn to really see the value you have, the value you bring, and then therefore, now that you value your life, and you like you, and respect you, now you turn around and are able to say, oh, I value this other person's life, because whose life do you value?
1: Honestly, not really many people. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities that I'd die for, but, like...
0: But if you met them in person, and they weren't just, you know, a video game or, like, a movie that you watched, okay, and you didn't fantasize about how this actor or this actress or this movie star or this, or Donald Trump, for example, or these, these... But if you had to live with them, maybe you'd have different thoughts, because, like, now that you're living with a real person, not, like, an image or...
1: Well, no, I mean, like, a lot of them like, celebrities are, like, I know how it is, like, a lot of them are asked, actually, but, like, not the ones I like, I know, because like, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes, like, footage, like, talking with fans, like, they're really right. nice people.
0: Yeah. So, what books would you recommend to listeners who've been bullied? That, like, something good going into the mind? Because here's really how it breaks um, down,
1: right? Here's... It, de- it, de- it depends, what, I mean, what you're into. I mean, everyone right. has a different tastes. but what I personally prefer is Robinson Crusoe. Um... Charles, uh, great expectations by Charles Dickens they're really boring books but like I, I really got into them mm-hmm. and I got that they were pretty good I was like what the hell what is this guy talking about this is some crazy shit and, this is and, why they're uh,
0: classically good right
1: yeah and what's the other one uh, yeah oh Romeo and Juliet is pretty good yeah oh, I like this one uh, short story the most dangerous Game." I like that
0: so, don't you think, I mean, this is, I mean, because I'm in, I'm, in I'm in the field of emotional healing, right? And uh, I do believe that all things can be healed emotionally with love, right? That means, yeah, no, that's true, 100%, that's true. Right, yeah. so, if,
1: if you... No, I tell you, I tell you, like, you, I mean, like, honestly, I didn't think I was going to live that long, because I was, like, losing my shit, because my brother and just, like, everything. And, and like, you are recently, too, and then, like, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, it, it, the females, man, they get you. <laughs> so every time that I end up dating a girl, it's like my whole life changes. I'm just like so mellow and chill.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your girlfriend loves you?
1: Uh, no.
0: No. Have you had people in your life that you really feel like they really loved you? They really cared about you? I know I really deeply no. cared about your family. For sure. I deeply cared about you, your no, brother, you. and your dad, and your family. Deeply. I said so many prayers for you. I asked God for a miracle. Here's why. Here's why, Jed. I knew that counseling, I mean, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a gushing wound, man. I knew, like, okay, that's awesome your dad brings you to counseling. Because cause I felt like he kind of wanted me to, like... I mean, I was trying to role model to him how to be a parent, how to not let the kids hit you, how to not yell at your kids so that they respect you, because they're not going to listen to you if they don't respect you. And if you talk respectfully to both well, your I'll boys, be
1: truthfully honest. I mean, you can't really counsel, you can't really lecture mental illness, and that's my brother. And I don't, I, I, I mean, I don't think I have mental illness. Like I'm pretty sure I don't, but I might have depression, but not, not, not to the extent he does.
0: Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure you do have, have. Um, mental illness, pretty much because um, because of the violent thoughts and the behavior. Like, how do we know if we have a mental disorder? Let's talk about that for a moment. One, because... of a good question. It's a super good question. Let's talk about that for a second. Because somehow what I'm doing, my thoughts, my feelings, my behaviors are... are they're, they're um, not allowing me to function at my full potential. So with depression, let's say I have low motivation. I'm not able to hold a job, get out of bed. I'm sleeping all the time. I have a lot of negative thinking. Okay, maybe I'm overeating. Okay, anything that disallows us to reach our full potential because it's either harming ourselves. Either financially it's harming us, mentally it's harming us, emotionally, spiritually, uh, in our relationship, with our career and job, in some way it's it's causing hindrance for us to move to our full potential because of what's going on. Whether it's intermittent explosive disorder, anxiety, depression, sociopath, you know, someone being a sociopath sociopathic any of these things it's just about it it impairs your normal functioning just like how do you know you have a physical disease like whether it's diabetes or heart disease well because it impairs my normal ability to function physically at my full potential right same same with mental disorders, or or you know, uh, same same thing. So, do I think there was a mental disorder? I mean, do I know that you you know you and your brother were both diagnosed with intermittent explosive disorders? You know, definitely a lot of anxiety, a ton of trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, I, I don't I don't get anxiety, but I mean. But look how you had look at the how you had to learn as a kid with no skills from parents, feeling unloved, feeling. Nobody at school well, manners. You do have good manners. I'd say you have manners. I'd say you have incredible, incredibly good things about you. Like you said, I you're smart. Women. Yes, right. You didn't beat up any of your girlfriends, even though your brother did.
1: Right. I never, I've never hit a woman in my life.
0: Right. So, so you, you. There's so many good things about you. You're able to hold a job. You have goals. You have goals to finish school, you have goals to be an officer or or in the Marines, you have goals, you have you have these things. So you have a lot, a lot, a lot of potential, you know. It's just about how do you heal all the trauma so that all these things you put into the mind, now they affect your feelings, your thoughts, and your beha- your thoughts affect your feelings, which affect your behaviors. Same, whatever you put in your body, it affects your weight, it affects your health. Well, it's the same mentally,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, like I, ever since I started drinking, because I relapsed, and like, I've been getting drunk every night. As soon as I get off work, I get drunk. And let me tell you what: since then, I got so much damn acne from drinking. Like it is fucking crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. Because that stuff really does. Because it's not healthy, right? It's kind of toxic to the body if we. Yeah, essentially, but I mean, I, I need it because I'm, you know, I'm suddenly I'm I'm lose my mind, so i need to... That's the whole point. You need, okay? So even alcoholism is a mental disorder, but why? Because it impairs our ability to function, it impairs our judgment, it impairs our thinking. But why do we need to drink? Well, because if we were sober. It makes us feel better. Yes, that's right. It escapes. Some people escape with video games. Some people escape with alcohol and drugs. They medicate with alcohol and drugs. Some people escape, you know, through.
1: Well, I used to, I used to play a lot of. Video games, like you said, escape from video games, but now they get me angry. Like they make me angry, and if I'm already angry, then I get more angry. and It's just like mm-hmm. so. When I get drunk and play video games, I feel a lot better.
0: Because you're medicated. Yeah. Right? Because you're medicated, I'm you're not really playing. Nice. Huh?
1: I'm really nice. I'm i I'm really nice alcoholic. That's a lot good. Of people are really mean. Like they want to
0: yeah. fight and, yeah.
1: and do all this crazy shit. I'm over here They're just like, dude, have another beer, bro. <laughs> it's happy hour. That's
0: why they call it happy hour. <laughs> Was your dad an ice alcoholic? Was your mom a nice alcoholic? My mom, no. My dad, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: My brother, absolutely not.
0: Mm-hmm. No. My mom
1: says that my dad's like a like a
0: mean drunk or some shit, but like I, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you live with them, so you know. So now you just turn you just turned 18 this year, and now you have yeah. your whole future ahead of you, and who's there to guide you, hold you accountable? Give you good advice, love you, value you, respect you, support you. Me, myself, and I. Uh huh. Well, you know, I've introduced the concept of God to you several times and to your dad. I asked your dad many times. I mean,
1: honestly, it's kind of hard to believe with all the shit that I've been through and everything I see on the news and right. I hear about in stories. It's like, is he really that fucking real? I mean, like, all free will and all. There's all these explanations, and I'm just like, really? Well, then. I'd rather be a mindless goddamn servant and not have any of this bullshit go down than have free will. Thank you.
0: Well, but if you have just you, you say that maybe it and, and, and that's a point you're making. But the truth is I love being able to choose. Like and be able to say what I want and feel how I want and do what I want. I mean it's you're all
1: right, but I mean would you trade that for world peace and no one ever getting no mental illness, no school shootings, no war, no, no no bullshit like that, because I sure as hell would
0: well, I think that's supposed to be heaven after we die here's what here's the difference, and a lot of people have your view, honestly, they really, really do. your view of like if there was really a God, then why is there so much violence, hate, anger, blood, wars you know and and I asked the same question, and it comes back down to kind of what we were saying, well, because god didn't. Kill the person. God didn't bully you. God did, wasn't your dad. He wasn't. He didn't raise you like your dad raised you. He unconditionally loves you and accepts you. But then when you have a parent who doesn't, you don't know that. You know. So you don't. So it's hard to imagine like why he would allow it, but it's really people bullying you. It's really your parents who weren't there for you. It's really people who are violent. It's really people who are starting wars. It's really people who are doing all of this damage. Not God. God isn't coming down and bullying oh, you.
1: But what I'm saying is why does he allow
0: it to happen to I me? Mean, because he allows free will. He allows free will.
1: I know. But what I'm saying is then like just don't allow like I would rather not have free will. And just literally just go okay every Sunday or whenever go go worship God and hello Father and you know just be a robot. I'd rather do that. No, than have to put up with all this shit and
0: it would yeah, feel oppressive. Choices, it would but
1: well, I, think... I don't I don't like the choices because a lot of them are fucking bad, evil, and I don't like it. But at the same time, it's like I, I can't help myself.
0: Well, but you can. You can. I think that the reason that I make good choices today isn't because I grew up in a perfect family, right? They say 94% of us grow up in dysfunctional families, and I was beaten, and I, I mean, and I I, I would I had hate and anger for sure when I left home at 18. I had to go to a lot of counseling because I had a lot of hate, anger, and fear. Okay? And my mom couldn't protect us because my mom couldn't protect herself because my dad also beat her. Okay? So I get that feeling. Okay? I mean, I understand what it feels like to be abused and very angry and rageful because it isn't fair, it isn't right, it isn't just. Okay? But what I knew is after after a while when uh, my parents did raise me in God, they did teach me about God, and I did read books like in counseling, self-help books that were Given to me, and I did go to school, and so then the more I learned through self-help books, going to church. This girl in my in my master's program invited me to to church, and then I remember going to church for the first t- first time as an adult. I mean, I had to go as a kid, but it wasn't a good church. Okay, uh, and I remember I remember crying just that's, thinking. I hear that a lot.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't like that shit. Like yeah. Able set
0: yeah, I mean. A lot. There are churches that aren't good. I mean, I I, I I agree with that. And then there are churches that are. And I remember going and just crying because I couldn't believe how loving this pastor was. I was like, oh my gosh, like I never knew about this, this love. And then every Sunday that and I would go back with my friend and he would talk about how loved we were, how, how valuable we were, how we were created with a purpose. And I literally, it was just like eye-opening to me, okay? And so now all of that helped me heal. Now I know how to love myself because I know God unconditionally loves me, even if my parents didn't. I know my mom loved me, but even if my dad didn't, I know God loves me. And even if I didn't feel like, you know, certain family members want to talk to me, I know that God would never reject me. And I read all that in the Bible and I learned all these kinds of things in church. And it really gave me something to hold on to that super strengthened me in knowing that no matter how I was treated, no matter how many times I was beat, I knew that underneath it all, my creator, who created my soul, made me for a purpose, loves me, I am valued, I am... I am forgiven for everything I do, and I always have a purpose, and that, like, is what I hold on to. Now, other people hold on to different things that make them feel good, and and whatever it is is whatever it is, okay, but that is, like, kind of, like, my strength, and then I learned after being a counselor, which wasn't, of course, by accident either, okay, counseling thousands and thousands of people who were beaten, abused, traumatized, raped... Uh, you know, all the horrible things. had alcoholic parents, uh, terrible stories that I would hear, okay? I realized, wow, I guess my childhood wasn't that bad. I mean, there was people in some of the stories I would hear as clients, their stories were a lot worse than mine, okay? And then I just learned over time that, you know what really, what really heals everybody unconditionally is love, which means, what does love mean? Love is patient. Who's patient with you? Love is kind. Who's kind to you? You know, love forgives. Who forgives you? Do you even forgive yourself? You know, love perseveres. You know, love love isn't love isn't self-seeking. You know, it thinks about how how uh, we affect others with our thoughts and our behaviors and and these types of things. And I started learning about all these concepts. And I tell you today, I do feel like I don't have a mental disorder. When I left home, I did. I had depression. I had panic attacks and anxiety. All kinds of things from all the abuse I grew up with. So one, I know a we can heal. Like I know. We We can heal all the trauma. I know this. And I know one of the biggest steps to healing is love. Unconditionally feeling loved and loving ourselves. Well, human beings aren't the source of love, which you and I talked about earlier because of free will. If human beings were the source of love, there wouldn't be violence, anger, hate, murder, rape, and all the things that go on on this planet. Wars, all of that. We are not the source of love. Well, who is the source of love? Where does love come from so that we can get that, so we can feel loved? Oh, I can tell you who it comes from.
1: Good. There's a special angel, his name is Cupid, and he shoots you with an arrow and it makes you, like, intertwined. <laughs> well, according to your religion, that, that's how it works.
0: Cupid. Okay, where's Cupid? How do you contact Cupid to get this love?
1: Oh, you don't. He just, he just, he just, like, he picks for you.
0: So, you can shoot, a, you can ask Cupid, you can say, hey, Cupid, wherever you are in the universe, please shoot uh, me with I an arrow.
1: He might. I mean, I don't know, he's an angel, but he might.
0: I think if you ask for it, maybe.
1: I, th- I think it's, uh, I think it's more like... He knows the one that, that's the that's the one for you. And he's just like, you know, he just, he does it when it's time, like when it's your destiny or whatever.
0: Okay. Could, be, could
1: absolutely be. Like star-crossed star lovers kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I've heard of that. I've, I've heard of Cupid, and I've seen Cupid on cards and, and certainly the Valentine's candy, so I know what you're talking about.
1: No, he's probably real. I guarantee you. I mean, if well, he, God's real, he's probably real. And he's like, all right, time to go make people love each other.
0: Okay. Well, that's something to believe in. You know, yeah, I
1: don't really believe in that, but I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. I mean, it, it, you believe
1: in a man that's floating in the sky. No,
0: I don't believe in a man floating in the sky. That's so good I mean, that you... There, I don't if believe, if you in,
1: believe that. in that. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to believe in a floating angel that shoots you in the I,
0: I do. I do believe in God, and I don't believe God is a floating angel in the sky, but the Bible says God is love. He who lives in love lives in God and God in him. So because I believe in love which is an energy. God isn't a being floating in the sky. I believe he is love. Love is an energy. Love isn't like a male or a female or a floating being in the sky. Love is energy, just like peace is energy and joy is energy. It doesn't come from us as human beings, but we have access to it if we ask for it. So I have literally stepped outside and said, open my arms as wide as I could, God, fill me with all your love so that I can love myself like you love me and I can love others like you want me to love others. And I pray that a lot. And I also pray for God to heal because I do believe that um, in the Bible I've read about Jesus and it says Jesus healed everyone who came to him, so I also ask for that. Jesus, heal all my trauma. And I also have read a scripture in the Bible in Matthew that says, whatever you ask for, you will receive if you believe. Seek and you will find. Whatever you seek, you'll find. Whatever you ask for, you'll receive if you believe it. So there's been a few things I've learned as an adult that I do believe in because they help make me a better person. They help me love myself better. They help me love other people better. And that is something I want to hold on to. Even though I came from violence. And even though you came from violence, and even though you came from bullying, and even though you came from literally, I really believe, like raising yourself, if you will. I mean, your dad was good that he provided a home for you and, and food and clothing and shelter, but he wasn't present emotionally to protect yeah, you. pretty much. Right? So and help guide you to make good decisions. I believe no matter what background you come from, you can heal and you can overcome. Not by yourself. Like I could never have done any of it by myself. But through reading a lot of self-help books, going to counseling, going to support groups, going to a church that was very loving, and reading the Bible and learning about these things, over time, not right away, over time I do believe that's why I am a better person today and a more loving person today not because of me, because of the creator of my soul. Now, do I also believe that when we're speaking about God is love, God also is a creator? Do I believe that if people who don't believe in God, which is a lot of my clients have come to me, they don't believe in God, I say, okay, well, it's not me to convince you, but have you gone outside and looked and seen the sun? Who made the sun? How about the moon? How about the stars? Have you taken a look at the ocean? Who made well, that?
1: Well, I mean, honestly, my two takes on it is we're living in a simulation like the Matrix. Right. And all this actually doesn't matter, and this is just like a training session for your actual real life. And we're going to wake up out of a pod, and they're going to laugh at you like, you dumb motherfucker, You thought that was real the whole time.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to wake up for your real life, but what's that? Is it today? Can't today be your real
1: life? I mean, honestly, no. I think, I think it'll be like... Almost the same, but like different. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like I feel like yeah, it's like when you're born, it's like they run you through a simulation to see what you'll do. So that's what job they put you in.
0: Well, that's interesting. There's like, a movie about that. Wanna,
1: let's say if you want to murder people, they make you like a war, you know, a warrior, soldier, whatever. Or if you if you want to counsel people, you know, you you, you know, you, you know that's kind of what you do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like whatever you do, like you look at all your choices, everything, and then they add it up, and you get like. A rating, and then they put you in whatever category you best fit in.
0: Well, but would that fit with free will? I think that you create the life you want because of your free will. Like I freely chose to go to school to be a. To, well, actually, I didn't choose to go to be a counselor. I, mean, I chose.
1: Everything's so real. You wouldn't really know that it's not a simulation. It's almost like, like if you were in a video game, would you know you're in a video game? No, you just think that's real life because it's always been life and it's always been real like Right. There's no other way to explain it. But, but like. Like, but, you get what I'm saying, so it's like, I do. don't really know.
0: like it's kind of weird. You don't know, but you know what? You do know. You know your choices have have outcomes, and so that gives us power. Like if I know that if I make the choice to go kill someone, that could be a different outcome than if I make the choice to love someone. I know that if I make the choice to not overeat, I could end up having a healthier body. I know if I make the choice not to put things in or fearful, that I could live without violence and fear as an influence on my mind and on my behavior. So just like you can make the choice to read and make good choices, exercise, different things, you know, you. I love having free will because I know that my free will, my choices can help create a future I want no one made you go get a job you you made a decision your free will made a decision to go fill out the application go down there and get the job
1: um, well actually i just wanted to buy more guns and ammo but yeah
0: okay but it was still a decision you 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 freely made right
1: yeah well and i bought some body armor too so yeah i never you need that
0: you don't know you never are going to know so kind of how I wanted to, to wrap up today is just say, okay, you are an amazing survivor, overcomer, amazing, amazing what you've been through. Amazing, honestly. And still having life goals to finish school, life goals to uh, get in the... Far. I mean, I wake up and I
1: like I'll be working or whatever, and I'm just thinking about it like, oh. Like I just want to die, but at the same time, it's like you know, you only get one life. Like why just waste it now? Because because it's, it's bad now. It's like you don't know how long it'll be bad for, but. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, well, I mean it sucks now. Being an adult absolutely sucks, but you get more freedom. You can go buy your own liquor. Yeah. And guns and Yeah.
0: You get more like. freedom. You do yeah. you you do get that's a good point. You do get more freedom as an adult, you know, like you and I talked about not too long ago. You don't have to live at home anymore. You have a job which gives you decision making power. You can move out, you can create a different life based on again your free will making different choices. So that your future here's the, wouldn't this be just the greatest thing to say, honestly, is that your childhood sucked, but your adulthood was amazing because you made it that way. Well, thanks again for being on the show. And thank you, listeners, for listening in uh, with Jed today and his amazing story. May good things continue to come your way from the couch. You are not alone,